Blog Talk Radio. to my voice, this means that Quash is not on the line. <laughs> He's not on the line, but he has a good reason not to be on the line. So I don't want to talk to myself. So I'm going to start off by um, playing some music from our special guest tonight, Paris Toon. You might remember him from um, about a year ago when he spoke some knowledge to us. It was one of our greatest shows. So I'm going to start off by playing um, his remix, which includes D'Angelo, Most Def, and Mother's Favorite Child. So listen up. We'll be right back. Yeah. Brown sugar. Do, you know what I mean? No doubt. Listen. Let me tell you about this girl. Maybe I should. I met her in Philly and her name was Fresha. See, we've been making love constantly. That's why my eyes are shade. Plus, burgundy. The way that we kiss is unlike any other way that I be kissing. When I'm kissing, what I'm missing, won't you listen? Brown sugar, babe. I guess high up your love. I don't know how to do it. Brown sugar, Brooklyn is about to jump off. Lick your lips to it, work your hips to it. Instead they rockin' like this to it. Lick your lips to it, work your hips to it. Instead they rockin' like this to it. Lick your lips to it, work your hips to it. Instead they rockin' like this to it. Oh, sugar, when you're close to me, you love me right down to my knees. And whenever you let me hit it, sweet like honey when it comes to me. Caramel with the cocoa eyes Even got a big sister by the name of Chocolate Brown sugar, babe I get high off of love Don't know how to behave Brown sugar, Brooklyn It's about to jump off Lick your lips to it Work your hips to it Instead they rockin' like this to it Lick your lips to it Work your hips to it Instead they rockin' like this to it Lick your lips to it Work your hips to it Instead they rockin' like this to it For my 
my hustlers, this for my scramblers, this for my sexy mommies, it's for everybody, bang it at any party, and watch them rock to it, bounce and pop to it, this here's top music, Duke I'm not losing, you need to stop fooling, I know the game very well boy I'm not stupid, sharp and smart moving, I know it's crazy right, I know it's crazy tight, don't ever take me life. Now I'll be how the story goes Brown sugar got me open Now I want some more Always down for all my nauseous wine But I think I'm here to soak I hold my ninjas on my Stick out my tongue and I'm about ready to hit this pretty pretty bitty with assistance Brown sugar babe I get high off the love Don't know how to breathe Brown sugar broken and it's about to jump
um, things that they've done with us over the last couple of years and uh, let them know that we are we are definitely going to be continuing on and doing what we do here at the Neo Soul Show. However, we are going to take a little time off um, to uh, to get a little rest and to retool and to reboot. And so we're really getting excited about uh, our plans coming up. Uh, we're going to be taking the rest of the summer and um, and to, to really get energized and to put our plans into place. So we're going to be rebooting not only um, the radio show but also our website. So we encourage everybody to uh, to, to hang in there with us as we do that. Um, we are we are going to be replaying some of our best shows that we've had over the last uh, couple of years, and there's a good number of them. And so uh, undoubtedly, one of those will be your your, your uh, former show, uh, Paris. Um, and so uh-huh. everyone still hear the the, uh, the wonderful sound, the Sister Sweet, T-Man, um, T-Man, um, as they guide us through over the next uh, couple of months. We encourage you to listen in on Wednesday nights. We also encourage you to, to hit us up um, on our email accounts. Uh, definitely check us out at xdl.com. Uh, we are still going to be doing what we do. We're going to be doing it even better come the beginning of October of 2014. So come to uh, come beginning of 2014 October, we're going to be doing some really major things on the radio show, some real major things in the website, uh, and and we look forward to uh, everyone joining us as we go ahead and do that. So with that said, um, that is it. Um, Again, we will repeat shows as we uh, get ready for October, uh, but we look forward to your suggestions in the meantime. You know, like I said, hit us up. Uh, come to xtl.com. Anyone can email me at neosoul1, and that's the number one, at xtl.com. That's neosoul1 at xtl.com. Thank you, Sister Sweet. Uh, appreciate it, and uh, I won't hold you guys up any longer. Uh, if uh, you want me to hang on, let me know, and I'll definitely uh, repeat what I just said a little bit later as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I wanted to give Paris all the time he needed, so I want you to come on first because the last time, you know, he was just fantastic, and I want him. To, I want to hear everything that he has to say. So that's Absolutely. you know I want to hear everything you have to say too, Ray. I'm just, I'm not I'm not like you know. No, no, it, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm not Very saying that, but you know it was a it was a great <laughs> show. So I want to bring you in first, and then um, bring him on. And I wanted to hear that mix that we just heard. The mix was off the chain, and I like I said, I love D'Angelo. I'm still, you know, when someone can be in your iPod, you know, 14 years, however many years later, and still, you know, hold your attention, that's wonderful. And I'm I'm grateful that Paris has done that with the mix. So thank you very much, Paris. Oh, you're very welcome. I mean, you know, D'Angelo is uh, one of the, uh, you know, Neo Soul Classic uh, originals, and I think... uh, you know, anyone that, you know, is an innovator and doesn't follow trends but creates them, you know, will stand the test of time, and, and D'Angelo is certainly, you know, that. Yeah. So I'm actually going to bring on Quash, who's finally here. Finally. Quash, 
I was here the whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. You weren't here the whole time. You, I got the text, so don't even What's play that. that. What's up, man? I don't, I don't know what it was. That, I don't know what it was that I said or did at that other show, but y- y'all got me a little nervous now. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you know I, what? I, I vaguely Harris. remember. I was just talking about music. I don't. I don't really. I don't really remember what you know what it was that made the show so incredible. But uh, but I, I mean, I had a good time. I know we were just you know honest about you know the state of music. That's that's kind of what I remember or recall anyway. Oh, you know what and it that's is. That's what it was. Keep it real, and a lot of people don't. Oh, and you yeah. kept well, you it honest. You kept it honest. You know, I'm kind of from the I'm from the East Coast, and uh, I'm from hip hop originally, and so mm-hmm. I don't know how to do anything other than keep it real because that's pretty much how you're uh, you know you're measured where I come from. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See you kept it honest, and our listeners really appreciated that. So that's why I said in the um, when I was. Um, Looking at the show and promoting the show, I was like, you know what? He was honest. You know what? You need to listen to this man, and that's why I've kept following you. Because oh, a lot of listen, a lot of artists, I just like, you know, I don't follow, but I keep following what you're doing, and I am so impressed by what you're doing. Oh, thank you very much. Um, you know, it's. We've been pushing for the last few years, and things are going. You know, I'm, I, I feel very blessed to uh, to be able to, you know, do honest music, and and uh, you know, to be able to have the uh, the success that we've had as a team and a unit, based on you know all the odds being against us, has, has truly been a blessing. You know, I never really expected to, you know, the last two singles to make the Billboard charts, based on what the industry told me. You know, we weren't going to be able to do with live original music. And it just shows that, you know, there's a demographic out there that truly, you know, is looking for, you know, real stories and melodies and live musicianship. And eventually, you do something real, it, it reaches real people, and there's enough real folks out there that will support something if they know that it's real. Right. Very well said. So, so, so far, do you have any questions? I have hundreds of questions. I want to know what's new, what's going on, what's on the horizon. I want to know everything. Okay. Um, well, the, the, the latest single that was released, uh, the latest two singles that were released, uh, was C.C. Peniston's Sick, um, uh, and, that, and that song is doing very well, her, her new single. I'm doing a, a whole soul record for C.C. So this is something that uh, she's never done before. So in 2015... Mm-hmm. There'll be a 12-song uh, soul record written and produced by myself and performed by Mother's Favorite Child and C.C. Peniston. And it's, uh, it's, it's really, really a nice record. And um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward you know, to that coming out. And um, she has another single coming out that we're dropping probably in the next two months. So right now she's on tour and she'll be performing uh, songs off of this album, um, but the actual mm-hmm. album will be re- released in uh, 2015. Um, Vaughn Willis, uh, we co-wrote a song together. We just released that in June, and that song's called Who Are You? And he made number four on the Billboard charts with that with that song, and that's the latest release. Um, our next release is with Tanya T.A. and Sister Sledge, and it's called Reflections of a Disco Ball, and it's kind of like old-school uh, disco, but it's got, like, you know, real strings, real drums, you know, real all real instrumentation. 
so I'm sticking with, uh, you know, what I always do with the live instruments. And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, luckily we've been, you know, a little bit successful with uh, the releases and they've been, you know, making it in the industry now, not just through, you know, independent fans. The industry's mm-hmm. actually right. taking note now, which is really good. That's great. Wow. So let us let us play Sick um, with C.C. Pennison featuring Mother's Favorite Child. And then um, the other one was, who are, was it Who Are You? Yeah, Who Are You by Vaughn Willis. Okay, let's play those two and we'll come back. All right, sounds good. Yes, you love me. 
Well, all right. Sometimes you try to let Sister Sweet take the lead, but she just, I don't know. She does that whole <laughs> slow roll thing. Are we back? I'm going to take that as a yes. Do we have everyone? Are we are we good to go? Are we moving I'm on? I'm here. Yeah, there you go. Here. We, You know, sometimes, Paris, I let Sister Sweet kind of run the show, and she just, you know, she just... Uh, look, I do the best I can. Y'all are going to tell her on the bus tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, so work in progress. You know how it is. You know, I was just enjoying the song so much, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's over." <laughs> I love that song. I really do. Hello, thank you. Song, very good song. Yeah, TC did a great job. Uh, you know, performing it for sure. Wow, I was a big fan of back in the day too. What was that? I was a big fan of hers back in the day. Oh yeah, well we all were. I mean, I you know, I remember the first uh the first time I, you know, I had samplers, you know, uh I remember sampling finally to make an extended mix for a club one time. And it's mm-hmm. just weird now, you know, it's like songs that you used to be in the club in when you were younger or you know what I mean? It's like here I am working with her in the studio now and it's like it's just it's kind of like, it's just really, everything is just always comes full circle, you know? And yeah. her and I have become very good friends, and she's like, you know, family to me now, and it's it's just, it's just really, uh, I mean, it, it's strange, but it's not strange, because it just seems to keep happening time mm-hmm. and time again, you know? But uh, yeah. I'm really excited about her new record, and she's actually dropping a, a club record as well in 2015, so she'll actually have two albums up in 2015, so um, it's going to be a, a really good year for her as well. Well, I, what I really want to know is what type of moisturizer is she using? Oh, because goodness. she looks the same thing. She looks exactly the same. Yeah, she I'm actually, like, um, you know, everybody says that. Uh, she actually, it seems like she's not aging. and and But she works out, you know, like uh, if you go on her on her Twitter or, or Instagram or, or Facebook, you can see that she's been working out like she's doing a, a serious uh, plan, workout plan with trainers mm-hmm. and everything. And mm-hmm. just with me working with her over the you know the last six months, you know the trans the, the transition that has happened from her working out is, is incredible. I mean, her she's she's gonna be like Tina Turner. <laughs> she's just gonna be that that, I be that like artist Tina who just doesn't age. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, she's it's amazing. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, it really is. She really does. She, she it's like she's not aging. It's it's really incredible. Nothing like a fine older woman, man. Nothing like it. Yeah, and she's funny. I mean, she she loves to joke, and, and uh, she's just down to earth, and, and, you know, and her stage presence is incredible. You know, we've done some shows together, and just her getting the crowd up and the energy that she gives on, on the stage, she she just knows how to, you know, to share love and, and, and give it to people, and, and, you know, people really adore that about her. And she does this, you know, behind the scenes, too. You can tell when she when it's out, you know, she's given the same type of love to, you know, to people in general. And I think that's part of her success combined, of course, with her talent and work ethic. So she's like the real deal. She's really good people. Wow. Wow. Well, you, you keep him pretty busy, man. You got, you got to. Fun. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, are you having time to enjoy your summer at all? Uh, you know what? And when you live in Arizona, <laughs> you, you can't really enjoy the summer. So... Being inside air-conditioned places is, is the enjoyment in Arizona. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I have time to enjoy a little bit, you know. And, and honestly, music is really what I do enjoy. So as long as I'm in the studio, working with other artists and and, and recording, uh, that that really is my enjoyment. And then of course, you know, my kids are off and the different things that we do in the summertime, you know, that's pretty much my enjoyment. So I'm, I'm having a fine summer. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So. Well, I had so many questions. You know how it is. One, and then once you get the, once you get the person on, you kind of just, you get all excited like a puppy. Oh man, <laughs> you're a puppy. Well, I'm gonna I, call I, I you a do. puppy from now on. You gonna call me a puppy? Oh, you should call him I'm a gonna puppy. Call, okay. I'm gonna call Q a puppy. Oh goodness. <laughs> well, I do have some news because I haven't, I haven't really uh, told anybody yet. But um, uh, I like my my. I come from hip hop, and um, mm-hmm. and I haven't really been able to showcase uh, my hip hop uh, in my mm-hmm. music because I've been really doing the neo soul thing. But mm-hmm. my new album um, that will be released in 2015 has the elements of funk, hip hop, R&B, soul, rock. I'm, I'm actually doing a record that I hope will change the game for me and for oh. the industry because this record has it all, and this will be the greatest thing that I've ever that I've ever done. Um, and so I'm really looking Ooh. forward to everybody hearing it because it's nothing like anything I've released before and it's nothing like anything that's out. So this particular record here, I really believe the Neo Soul heads, the funk, um, R&B heads, as well as the hip-hop heads, when I drop this record, the album's going to be called Fat Bottom Lip. When it drops, I think, I, I really believe I'm going to change the game with this, with this particular record. Um, and I've never said that before. Mm. I never said that about any songs, but... The only reason I'm kind of saying that now is because all the musicians that are on it, mm-hmm. the people that have heard it so far, they're mm-hmm. they're really really in, into you know into the record. So I, I really feel good about it. Okay, I've that's just that's you, you know, I'm sorry. I've seen you talk about Fat Bottom Lip. So this is mm-hmm. going to be the first time that Fat Bottom Lip actually drops um, an LP album or whatever you call it nowadays. Yeah, basically what it's going to be is originally I was going to do an instrumental record of this music and I was going to title the project Fat Bottom Lip. And then because I was kind of getting awards on lyrics and people kept, you know, wanting lyrics from me, they were like, you can't drop an instrumental record and not have lyrics. So I was like, (laughs) okay, then I did that. And then it went from being an EP to being an album. And then it ended up being Mother's Favorite Child, of course, with the musicians that are playing on it. So it's it's now basically going to be the new Paris 2 record, uh, mm-hmm. you know, within Mother's Favorite Child featuring Tanya Kie. But it's, it's the title of the album now is called Fat Bottom Whip. And um, I'm okay. telling you, like, it's, it's the kind of record that I wish somebody else would come up with so I can, you know, so I can actually enjoy listening to this kind of music. I'm really, really excited about it um, because I believe that this record is going to change the game of music to showcase that this music can still be done and uh, without copying everybody. It's original, but it has influences of other other artists, but not like to where you can say, oh, that sounds like this song, or that sounds like this artist, which is kind of what a lot of the music of today does. I really mm-hmm. think this record is a, is a game changer, and um, I can't wait for you all to hear it. Uh, I'll make sure you get a copy before it comes out. But, um, it's, so I, when, I, I'm really when is it coming out? Uh, the label has set a release date of late January, early February, but they will okay. be dropping um, a single um, in the fall. Um, they'll be dropping a single in the fall. Uh, the problem is that there's so many artists that I've produced and written for coming up with so many records this year 
that that we don't want to dilute the the market with you know mm-hmm. fifteen songs in a month singles of, of different stuff that I've wrote and produced because you know I I, I really want people to hear this record. I'm and, really and excited. Not have everybody else direct it. So it's a good one. I I, I'm, I definitely think it's my best one to date. Oh shoot! Now, Sister Sweet, look, I I know you don't like when I put you on the spot. But whenever we get new music, you never send it to me. You just keep it in your house, lighting incense every night and listening to it. Can I get okay. this when it comes? We, you know what? We're not even going to talk about that because I send it to you, but you don't read your email. So, oh, well, <laughs> we're not even going into that. I'll make sure both of y'all get it. As a matter of fact, anytime you want any new music, anytime you want any new music, uh, you know, just all you gotta do is hit me up and just just tell me what's the what's the upcoming release because I I'll send stuff to DJs um, before you know anytime anybody interviews me they always get my music first so you know before a label will even release it I'll make sure that the DJs have it. I really appreciate that because Sister Sweep is the one back in school. I will send it to you, but you won't. You mm-hmm. won't do. You don't read your email. Hey, Paris, yeah. do you know anybody from Area Coast One Four? Area Code where? Six One Four. I don't know. I don't. Even, I don't know where that. Oh, isn't that? Okay. Uh, yeah, most. I think I do. I'm sure I do. I'm Why just wondering. Funny? Somebody just popped up on our. Line from six one four, and I wasn't sure if you had somebody coming on line from that oh, area no, code or not. Yeah, that, I know people definitely know people from six one four. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So, what we'll do is we will go ahead and play your next song, which is I think was who are you feature? Who are you? Is that right? Yeah, that's Vaughn Willis. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go with that, and I'll figure out who that other person is. <laughs> All right? Okay. <laughs> Work in progress. You used me and abused me. Walked all over me Then turned on me Lied to me Said you would die for me Then in front of folks Said you never knew me This will be the last song I ever dedicate to Cause the truth is You're not worth the ink, the paper Or my breath Deceived and betrayed Until there was nothing left Held me with the false love in my bed Then denied it like it was all in my head You used me And abused me Walked all over me Then turned on me Lied to me Said you would die for me Then in front of folks Said you never knew me 
magic moments we once shared instantly turn to darkness. When you denied us having any happiness, you were living two lives, many lives, and I was in love the whole damn time. Coming over my house, leaving after sex, just to find out all along I was your ex. All over me, they turned on me. Lied to me, said you would die for me. Then in front of folks, said you never knew me. Who are you? in progress like I said are are we back I'm here see we 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 working on sister sweet Paris oh, well, why, why you why you forcing her to take the controls man you, you know we, we're trying to get her acclimated to you know you know get her hands dirty a little bit but anyway now that I love that song Oh, thank you. Yeah, Vaughn, Vaughn is is killing. Him and I, uh, we wrote that song, uh, you know, together. I uh, I'd written the lyrics and then worked a little bit on the melody, and then he sat down on the piano, worked out the melody, worked an arrangement, and um, it's doing really well for him. I'm really proud of him. And, um, and you know, it's the first time he's ever been on the Billboard charts, and so for mm-hmm. his first single to drop and make number four mm-hmm. in the hot single, um, you know, it's it's really exciting for him, and seeing him so excited, you know, it makes me feel good that I'm able to, uh, to you know, to do that and work with people who are, you know, t- as talented as he is, and you know, to have that work ethic, you know. Of course, of course, that's a great song. That, that I really enjoyed that one. Uh, Sister Sweet, are are you here with us? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> 
So when are you coming back East Coast? Um, I know I know for sure 2015 we'll have uh, tour dates, um, you know, festivals mm-hmm. and, and various. I know that early spring we'll be on the West Coast and Southwest, but, you know, come late spring, summer, I'll definitely be on the East Coast for sure. Um, uh, so Mother Terry Child will absolutely be on a 2015 tour with uh, certain spot dates performing the Fat Bottom Lip album. And as well as, like, C.C. Tennyson will be on tour performing the song. Nick West, uh, Vaughn mm-hmm. Willis will be on, on uh, doing, you know, spot dates as well. So, uh, you know, the whole family of Mother Terry Child Collective is going to be on, uh, you know, tour all year long. So it'll be, a, a, I guess, 2015 is going to be an exciting year for all of us, for sure. Okay, because we, we need so, you down here. You know what? Oh, oh, you know what? oh. I brought all you guys back on, but I forgot to bring myself back on, so I apologize for that because I was talking about you. I was talking about you, and you didn't even hear me. You didn't even hear me talking about you. So, See what I'm dealing with here, Paris. It is, it is, it is what it is. Y'all are family. You can tell y'all are family the way y'all talk We are family, and I was talking you about you. You are definitely him. family. Yes. You know, I didn't, I wasn't brought on to do this. I'm just doing the best I can. So, anyway. You know? Best I can. can And I was asking about Vaughn Willis, and I thought that that was a song that he was, was he singing on it, or? He's the lead singer here on that song. Yeah, he also played the keys on that song as well. And, uh, so yeah, uh, we we he and I are working on um, an EP for him, and then um, 2015 he'll have his full length album. But he's going to drop an EP uh, in, in, over the next month, uh, about five songs that he and I co-wrote, and um, and then he's going to drop a full length album in 2015. And he's a he's a great performer. He plays every instrument, and he's a great person. And uh, you know he's he's really hungry. He's just a, he's been a pleasure to work with. You know. It's not, so it's not I did always, hear that, you know. I'm sorry, go ahead. I did hear that you, I think I heard that you were going to be in the New York, New York region. We yeah, were definitely, you know, definitely be in New York. Definitely. Brooklyn is, so, yeah, Brooklyn when y'all come to Memphis, Memphis which is where I live. Where do you live? <laughs> I live in Memphis. And no, oh, our yeah. policemen are calling in with the blue flu, and it's, they're about to, you know, call in the, you know, National Guard, but it's still safe. Come Paris, on. Paris, well, no, Paris is too talented to go to Memphis. Come on. <laughs> Don't say that. Actually, you know, super funny, I was actually going to go Memphis. to I'm supposed to go to Memphis, and I forgot her name kind of, uh, she's like the blues, the blues queen, and she's in Memphis, and they had like a, uh, a museum, like a Memphis Blues Museum there or something. Mm-hmm. I forget her name. I, I want to say Ruby, but I, I could be wrong. Ruby, but I was going to go to Memphis. I know Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. Um, I can't think of her last name either. I know her by Ruby. Mm-hmm. So are you going to be coming here? I was going to come there, yeah, because I produced a blues song, and um, she's supposed to sing the uh, the song. And I was going to fly in, but then, you know, they were like, well, we, you know, if you can't make it to come in for the session, we could just, just send us a session and we can have her, you know, do it and send it back. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't done it yet. So, um, 
be, but I don't know if I want to be in Memphis in the summertime. I don't know if I, I can deal with that humidity. I don't know if I'd be able to. Uh, you know what? That. I don't know if I can either. I swear to goodness, I'm just like hot. I cut off all my hair, so that tells you a lot. Oh, oh that helps. But I mean, for the food, it would be worth it. I'm sure the people are, are wometful in Memphis. You know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, I love my hometown. But, I, I, but, I'm but it, it is hot during the. During the summertime, if I didn't live here, I would never. Like, I never go to New Orleans in the summertime because I can't stand the heat. So, I yeah. understand. Yeah, so, and, you know, but yeah, I mean, I'm down to go anywhere. You know, good food, good music, I'm, I'm, I'm down to go. Just, it's got to be the right, it's got to be the right uh, temperature, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you live in Arizona, and you have some yeah, great food like there, too. Right Oh yeah, right. you don't want to leave the house right now. It's not, it's not, you know, it's it's not heat at all in, in Arizona in the summertime. It's really hot, and uh, but um, I wouldn't right. trade, the, I wouldn't trade it for anything because the weather during the fall, winter, and spring is the best in mm. the world. So I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll take the two months of, of you know, of the oven of 115 degrees to have the rest of the year be pretty much perfect. So I'll, I'll take that. You said Ray just told Ray just sent me a text yeah. that said that it's Ruby Wilson, and I should have known that. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Ruby Wilson, yes. Ruby Wilson. Ruby Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, and it's and it's funny because I was like, okay, I'll shoot you, uh, I'll shoot you an email with the MP3. She's like, oh no, baby, I don't do that. Just print out the lyrics and send me a CD in the mail. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know what? Maybe I do want to go to Memphis because this is. This is one of those iconic, you know, vocalists that I want to be able to say I worked with her. You know what I mean? And she said, "No, mm-hmm. baby, print them out and just and just send it in the mail and just do a CD." That's when I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm like, I might have to go to Memphis for this." I can already tell oh, you. Oh, that's gonna funny. Be, this would be one for the books right here. That so, is yeah. funny. I, I I do appreciate you know the support that you uh, you know it's always it, it always feels good to um, when people give you a shot, you know. When you're starting out, or like I said, when I'm coming back from my retirement, and you know, we did our interview last year, and uh, you know, to, for me to be able to grow and, and come back, you know, I, I I really appreciate that because you know, it's, it's it's people like you that you know gave me a chance to play my music on the air, talk about my music, and then you know, to be able to do it again and 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 know that you guys have been you know definitely part of the success that I've been able to achieve with Mother Fair Child. You know, I, I truly do appreciate that. We all actually really appreciate that. And, um, you know, next year it will be even bigger. And so, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, to getting you guys new music and getting back on the air and uh, seeing how much further we can all go together. Definitely. Because, like I said, yeah. when I reached out to you, I was like, you know what, you were, I don't, you know, I don't know what it was, but you were just so real and we just so enjoyed it. It was like, wow. Yeah. You know. Well, that's the thing I don't really understand because, like, I don't know how. Like, I don't know what. Like, how can you be fake about your own stuff? Two words, but so many people are about yeah. oh, not okay. even about your their own stuff, but about the music industry and what your experience mm-hmm. oh, yeah, is yeah. in the music well, you, industry. Nobody cuts yeah. my check. You know what I mean? Like nobody writes a check, you know, for me. So it's like I, I don't have to worry about. You know, I, I don't have a filter anyway. So, you know, I mean, I'm not on some Kanye West type stuff. But I, mm-hmm. I, I have my opinions, and I know that my opinions are my opinions. But there are certain mm-hmm. things that, 
just based on common sense, I know is incorrect. And and if people don't speak on those things, um, you know, then then shame on them. And I'm tired of hearing people say that radio is terrible. Um, this you know this is horrible. Blah blah blah. But no one's really doing anything about it. They just want to complain. And if most of the of the people are spoon fed, then it's our responsibility to take the spoons out of the hands of the people that don't understand what art and what, what real music is. So that's the responsibility of us. I can't. If a CEO has the spoon, if I have to become a CEO to get the spoon, that's what I'm going to do. But if I know that these people are spoon fed and the only reason they're ignorant is because we're not educating them, then that's on us. It's our job to educate. It's CEO's job to sell music. And so if we can take the spoons away from those CEOs and educate these people so that while they're getting spoon fed, they're also getting knowledge and understanding of what true art is, true lyrics and, 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 uh, and music, that's when, the, that's when it changes. You know, but no one's gonna, no one's gonna tell you, you know, uh, no, we're gonna stop playing Beyonce because we know that that music is just, you know, computer generated and and she's got 800 songs to choose from. Some people making music in their basement and it doesn't really mean anything. Um, no one's gonna say that because they won't get a check. I can say it, and and I respect her, you know, greatly for her pop music and her work ethic and what it takes to be an entertainer like that. But when it comes mm-hmm. to just sitting in a room with musicians and Mike Lyrics and all that. I mean, the state of the, state of the rap industry, I mean, we, don't, I, we can't even go there because then I won't be on, I'll, I'll, I'll be on the phone all day and all night long. But <laughs> shame on us for starting off with Dr. Seuss rhymes and ending up with Dr. Seuss rhymes. Because when hip-hop started, it was Dr. Seuss rhymes. And then for someone like Rakim, and KRS and Big Daddy Kane to change the game for us, and then we end back up with worse rhymes than we started with, something went terribly wrong somewhere. Definitely. And, and, and uh, what went wrong was we cared more about some of the records to uneducated people in certain areas that don't understand even what a metaphor is. And mm-hmm. so we went after the dollar when originally we were going after the new MC. Now we're just going after the same MC to sell CDs, and, and, uh, and it's a shame. And because I truly, you know, hip-hop was almost like a religion to me. It was the beginning and the birth of, of my music career, and it was exciting, and you know what I mean? And we used to, I mean, we would argue about who was the best MC, and, and if you didn't have skills, you know, you were cut out. We, we, if we had blogs <laughs> back then... Half the rappers wouldn't have even had a career because we would have blasted them so bad that they would have never been able to come up with another record. And it's just a shame because there's a lot of incredible MCs out there, but the industry, they don't care anything about it because they're basically saying they don't want to hear hip-hop anymore. They want to see whatever they whatever it is now. So do you think that so, we as independent people that support independent artists can make a difference? Or not? Um, <clears throat> sadly, what I've what I've come to realize is that um, the fan base of poets, the fan base of neo soul, the fan base of conscious hip hop, they're always gonna know who the real artists are. They're always gonna go after good music. It's the people who heard rap for the first time when they heard Vanilla Ice and people that heard rap for the first yeah. time when they heard, you know, MC Hammer or L.O.P.J., you know, I Need Love. 
those <laughs> those are the people that are going to be hard to get to because they're they're so everything is so controlled for them, you know, um, and they're so behind, you know. So it's like by the time they see what swag is, we've stopped saying swag for fifteen years, and now they're <laughs> saying it, and so. The only way it's really going to make a difference is if the artists, like the Jay-Z, who, you know, they paid their dues, eventually they bring, they, they, they look at um, art as art and not just about 100% business. Because when you're worth $400 million, if there's a new Rakim out there, you owe it to that, that artist, you owe it to Rakim, and you owe it to yourself as to what you used to be as an MC to make sure that the art continues. Even if that artist isn't going to be, you know, making all that money. What I don't understand is Eric B. and Rakim signed a $4.5 million record deal and management deal with Rush and, 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 uh, and the labels back in the 80s. $4 million back in the 80s. And hmm. you're telling me now that we can't create stuff that's new from the street to generate income? So we hmm. have to basically dance for chicken? Like, I'm tired. You know, like, like MC, when MC Hammer did that Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial and he was dancing for popcorn chicken. That stuff to me, I don't even understand. Like I don't like it's, you know what I mean. Like I don't I don't I don't I don't get the concept of that. I it it, it just it, it bothers me. So when I see new artists, and I'll say them because I don't get Lil Wayne, uh, Drake. Mm-hmm. When I see these artists mm-hmm. that people are talking about how great they are and, and how much money they're making. And, and then I hear their lyrics, because I don't listen to hip-hop anymore. I don't listen to rap anymore. But then I'm like, okay, let me hear, let me hear Drake. And I'm like, oh. he sounds like, to me, he sounds like a light-skinned, weak-ass, rapping, half-singing, keep sweat. Like, that's what he is. He's a whiny rapper complaining. <laughs> and yep. because J.C. co-signed him, he, he got in. And what I'm saying is, how come people will co-sign someone like Drake, but they won't co-sign whoever the next rock him or Eminem, or Tupac's going to be, or Big. Hmm. And, and, and so um, all these, uh, like, I can't stand when I go rap and say, yeah, you know, a big up to, to, to Biggie Smalls, he's one of my biggest influences, and I don't hear it. Like, I, right. I, 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 hear, I don't hear any influences of, of anybody that I grew up with or anybody that I think is considered an iconic uh, MC and any of these rappers that are out today. And now everybody rhymes with one syllable. So if I know your ride before you finish the line, you're not a good MC. And your, mm-hmm. your, the, the, the hip-hop lyrics have, come, have become now like R&B lyrics, which swears. And, and uh, so for me, that's not what hip-hop is. And the industry can change. Um, we just have to stop going to clubs to see cover songs and watch songs that have been being played for the last 40 years. And we need to stop supporting these, these, these rappers that are just, that they really don't have talent. I mean, they really don't. And uh, uh, and, and sadly, if you don't go to a show, like if you've never seen Prince before, then you really don't know how incredible a show can be. If you've never you seen You know, Prince. I was just thinking about that because I actually, I, you know what? I was actually thinking about that because the last time I saw Prince was in 19, I think, 89, 88, whatever. But I love Prince. And I have every one of his CDs. However, you know, that's not the norm because people don't no, really know what the Prince norm. is all about. But mm-hmm. here's the problem. The problem is if he's considered one of the greatest entertainers and musicians of all time, 
and you call yourself an artist, entertainer, and musician, and you haven't seen him, it's kind of like saying, I want to be a boxer, but I don't really, I know who Muhammad Ali is, but I've never studied his, I've never studied his, 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 his sportsmanship, you know? It's like, how can you, I want to be a basketball player, but I've, I've never studied, you know, Michael Jordan. Hmm. Uh, then how can you think that you're even close to or even climbing to the highest of all time or, or becoming the greatest of all time? And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, that people need to um, copy, but you have to see what the best is to have any idea of, 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 a, of a way to measure where you are and be mm-hmm. inspired to be that. So, And mm-hmm. I don't care what it is in life. And so that's what's happened. That's the problem with the music industry. If I see one more girl wearing fishnet stockings and heels and dancing like Beyonce, <laughs> trying to come out as an artist, and thinking that they're doing something, it's like the only thing that you don't have on that stage is a brass pole because Whitney Houston, Donna Summer, uh, Anita Baker, all these women could sing their butts off, but they all had their own unique style. Everybody now has the same stylist, the same photographers, the same producer making the same beats with the same melody. If I hear one more person sing singing a song that sounds like Rihanna's Umbrella, I'm, I, 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 like it's, it's hard. and then people go and buy the that song. It's like it's the same chord, it's the same key, it's the same melody, they change the words, and you're buying it again. You know what I mean? So, so I think really what has to happen is everybody needs to look at music as an art and look at it like a painting. Not everybody should have the same, the same painting in their house. There should be enough artists that, 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 that can paint that are incredible that you can choose from. We don't have that in the music industry right now. We have that in the underground, but we don't have it in the music industry. And the music industry is who generates for the masses. And so that's the issue right now. You know, they, they're looking to, same thing's happening in the movie industry. Spike Lee has to do a, a, a Kickstarter. If Spike Lee can't get funding and he's had mm-hmm. Academy Awards, how can somebody right. make a movie who has nothing under their belt. So how can anybody make a record that has nothing? So if Spike Lee has to do Kickstarter, then we're really in trouble. It's like mm-hmm. nobody's looking at it like this is, this is not only a person who can do great art, but he can actually win awards and get accolades. But we're not going to finance him. What? He's going to have to finance himself. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen. It doesn't happen for certain people. It only happens to, it only happens to certain people. And and, and so I have a problem with that. So, but it, it's been the, his, the history of, of America and the history of the music industry. You know, when something is created, it is then taken over and, you know, diluted and extended to the masses until we create something new that's hip and trendy for it to be taken again. And we usually don't mind it because we're always coming up with creative, incredible things. But sooner or later, we have to say, hey, listen, we have an art form, and you're messing it up. And we owe it to the people like Stevie Wonder, Jimi Hendrix, Miles Davis, to stand up and say, hey, you know, this is an art form, and it's a spiritual thing. And, and you know, so I'm going to get off my soapbox now, but I, that's kind of how I see, feel. See, that's the reason why music. we want you on again, because you yes. are so great <laughs> at telling us what we need to know. You are. Well, so, I mean, the thing is, you know. That's why we want you on again, because you, you you do tell the truth. And whatever, you know, all you said is the truth. It It, it is, because um, until we figure out a way to own our own 
history, culture, or whatever, and make money from it, then we're at the, you know, we're at the behest of other people. Well, and the thing is, and, and, and you're absolutely right about that. I mean, you know, in school, in high school, you know, people in Texas pick what goes across the country for, for history and education. And, you know, you, you go to high school and you don't really learn about black history other than uh, one month in February, yet every day you're living black history and you're living the black culture. And, and, but they're only going to give you a month of, of, of the education to even understand how it, how it got musically or, or uh, you know, fashion or whatever it might be. Then you go to college, and the fault is not the fault is on us because if you go to any college in America right now and you go to the Afro, uh, African-American studies, it's all white people in there. Mm-hmm. So, so where's all the black folks? Because if they think they got the history in, in, in high school or they think they got it because their family gave it to them, they're, they're sadly mistaken. So now the people that are getting, that are, you know, in African-American studies, the, the percentage of black folks is, is small. I've, I've been into the colleges to speak to different kids and stuff, and I'll go into the, look to see who's in there, and I'm seeing Asians, I'm seeing whites, I'm not seeing black folks who want to know about their own, their, their own history because they're so concerned about making economics and, 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 and getting everything in the now, they're not understanding the history to not repeat, to allow certain things to repeat. You know, if you're an athlete and you make $100 million and 10 years later you owe $5 million to the IRS and you're you broke, broke. Right. Mm-hmm. that's because you don't know the history. Yet I can guarantee you, you know, Trump's kids, they're never going to go broke because they understand how not to go broke. And, and yep. that's the problem. You know, we want to make the money, but we're not learning the game on how to maintain it. We want the fame, but we're not, we have no understanding of how to deal with it. And as soon as, as, as the media or, or society wants to turn on anybody, it's over for you. So how do you deal with that? So we, we are you know? out of time, and we actually appreciate you so much. And when we come back online in late September and October, we're going to have you on again because you give the truth and you you know what's going on. And, Quas, what do you have to say? Uh, Paris is one of my favorite guests on the show. Uh, never disappoints, and I am excited and looking forward to this this project that he is working on. I know it's going to be fantastic, and I, I, I can't wait for it. And you know what? I will be in Las Vegas in October, so... I'm definitely going to tell you that I'm going to be in Las Vegas because I'm never I've never been on the West Coast so never you're going to be in Vegas well when you yep. before you go let let me know because I got some people out there so if you if you there's certain things you want to do and hang out at let me know and I'll I'll make sure you get some connections definitely will networking man okay sister Sweet. right into the music, so I guess that's her way of saying no, the, the show music is over. Is over. It just kept going. <laughs> Our show is over. <laughs> but we we'll keep talking. We'll keep no, talking. that's fine. We, we, sister no, Sweet, we'll, you know what? But, Paris, you're, you're the man, bro. That's all there is to it. Okay. That, that's I mean, all I, I wanted to say. I, I, this, what I'm saying is, is nothing new. It's, it's what it, 
it's what most of the people in the industry know. And it's just, uh, you know, a lot of people just don't, you know, don't feel safe enough to say it um, as well mm-hmm. as, you know, um, you know, the people that don't really understand it aren't in a position, you know, to really do anything about it. They don't feel that it really affects them. So it's kind of like ignorance is bliss. If I tell you that this music that you're listening to is whack, you're going to basically get defensive because it makes you sound like you're unintelligent and you don't really understand what art is. And, and so, um, so it's a, it's a catch, you know, it's a catch 22. It's, it's kind of hard, but as long as, as long as we, you know, continue to, um, to keep pushing, eventually mm-hmm. when people get up there, they can make a difference because as you know, as soon as any kind of radio station gets a little bit of power, gets a little bit of advertisements, it gets bought out by somebody and then the whole thing changes. Exactly. You know, so, yeah, and we know that. So all we have to do is understand that that's the game. And it's like, hey, listen, if you sell your label for $300 million, just make sure you make another new one that can do the same thing that this other one did so that when they change the game and change the format and cut all the artists, you still have the ability to be art going. You know what I mean? And now you can do more because you have the funding to do it. And that's the problem. People get that mm-hmm. money and then they're like, yo, I'm out. You know what I mean? I paid my dues. I don't want to deal with it. And that's mm-hmm. the difference between the leaders that we had in the 70s and the 50s and the 60s and the leaders that we have today. Those cats literally did it and died for it, whereas these cats, as soon as they get that check, life is more important than change for them. Right. And, you know, and that's what it boils down to. So, man, it was, it was a pleasure as always, and uh, I look forward to, uh, to uh, talking to you guys again. And, um, you know, I will definitely get you some new music or whatever you guys want. I'll get you my discography because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff you just don't even have. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll just keep, keep I'm looking, talking. I mean, like I said, I've been following you forever. You didn't know it, but I was following you on Facebook. So, um, Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I really do. You know, please just I send really it do. to either me or Quash, and Quash will maybe – Read his email. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's all good. It, 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 it's all good. He, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to read some email if he wants some information about Vegas. Right, <laughs> right, definitely. He'll have to be looking out for emails for some information sooner or later. So, um, well, that's good. Well, you, it, it's a good time in Vegas. Just uh, be careful out there. There's a lot to do. Okay. What are you going out there for? You, go, you just going out for, uh, uh, for pleasure or wedding? Well, or? when I. One of my friends, his wife is throwing him a little surprise birthday thing. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, just make, sure, make sure after that party you get out there that you get to see you get to see Vegas. Yeah, yeah. You know? Looking forward to it. Definitely. Never it's been out like that it. way. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just. It, I mean, it's very commercialized now. But I mean, it's just you just sit there and you just keep shaking your head because you can't believe. You know, you you lose track of time. You go into casinos or anything and. You come out in the daylight. And you're like, what just happened? <laughs> I mean, you literally You don't know what's hey, going Pierce, on. You know? I think you got engaged. I'm not sure, but no, no, no. I didn't get. I didn't get engaged. I'm, I, I will be getting engaged. She, she, she doesn't know yet, but I will be this year. But um, okay. But yeah. I thought I read something. Yeah. You were engaged. I'm like, did you come out into the sunlight and get engaged? Oh no, no, I didn't get engaged. I, I did write enough sad songs, though, that I don't need to ever write another sad song. So, so hopefully uh, I can, I'm, you know, all the songs I'm doing now are all kind of mid-tempo, up-tempo, funk, and soul. You know what I mean? So uh, 
I'm telling you, when y'all hear this new record, you're gonna to be totally shocked. You're gonna be I can't really surprised. wait. I'm telling you, you're gonna be surprised. You're gonna be. It's every influence of anything I've ever done or in, was inspired by, in all one album. And it's I'm not copying anyone. It's all my own. Like it's there's not one song that you're gonna say, oh, this sounds like that. Or that sounds like this. It's all totally unique. And I'm telling you, there, there's no genre. Like it's like you it's like they're not gonna be able to say, well, this goes in you know, R&B, or maybe it should go in jazz, or maybe it should go in funk. I, I don't even care. You know what I mean? I'm like, you put it wherever you want. <laughs> we'll get it to the people and let them decide what it is. We're looking so forward to that. Yeah. We're looking we forward can't to wait. that. We can't wait. And now that Sister Sweet is starting to put all your business out there, we're going to close the show. Hey, his business is already out there. It was on Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just repeating no, I'm... what I saw on Facebook. <laughs> no, I so don't even try that. I will be engaged, and I will get married again one day. And uh, yeah, no, nothing but nothing but uh, positive vibes, happiness, and uh, up-tempo dance music. Okay. Them days are over. All right. Thank you so much for being on our show tonight. We really appreciate uh, it. Y'all take care. I'll talk to you. You later. too. Uh, All right. Bye bye. Bye. Take care, man. Go ahead, sister sweet. Hmm. Go ahead. Shut it down. Are you on still now? What'd you say? Are you still on? Yeah. So did you know we were shutting you down for a while? Um, not officially, no. But we are. So. I, I, I see. <laughs> so. Just think about new people to come on or whatever, but we are shutting it down until October, so. Okay. You know the show is still going tonight, right? You know, right? You know we're still oh, archiving. Okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> Be good. This is sweet. <laughs> Bye. Until October, folks. <laughs>